Welcome to a Honeybee Podcast, where we talk about all things life, love, law, and legacy. I'm your host, Erica Diamond. Before we get down to business, let's start with a prayer. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for the message you have downloaded in my spirit to share today. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Have your way. I pray that anyone listening in be open to hear your voice, open their spiritual ears to hear you. And even if and when you have me speak about anything difficult to hear, I pray that my listeners have softened and willing hearts. I bind up any darkness so that there are no distractions nor hindrances during our time together and I lose the ministering angels to minister to each and every person under the sound of my voice. Use me as your mouthpiece. In Jesus' name, amen. So, where do we even start? Well, as today is our very first episode, I thought it was oh so fitting to start at the actual beginning. On today's episode, we're talking about going back to the very beginning. You know, some people may prefer to start at the end and then work their way back to the beginning because it almost allows them to understand the conclusion or the outcome first. But then somehow they end up overwhelmed with all the information. And then some people like to peek in the middle just to get an idea, yet end up all distracted. Can we just go back to the beginning, please? Back to the basics? Let's go. Today, we are going back to the beginning. And I mean the very beginning. All right, so for those of us book lovers, how many of us like to get a really good book, brand new book, and we take a peek at what's inside? We'll go to um, the first and second page, go to the middle, go to the end sometimes. And we like to get a gist of what's inside the book. This is a little different. Okay, so I would urge you guys to take some notes, um, but we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. Genesis 1, 1 through 31 talks about um, how we all came to be. Um, I'm going to go ahead and summarize this for those of us that, um, those of you that are listening in and you don't know how this all started. Let's see. On day one, God created the light and darkness. Day two was the sky and sea. Day three was land. Uh, Day four, sun and moon. Day five, birds and fish. And day six, animals, man and woman. Now that we know what God created, let's learn why. So let's go to Genesis 1, 27. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. 
let me take a quick pause. I don't know how many of you are parents or even someone that's learning something new. Think about when things are repeated over and over, you probably want to write that down. So God created us in his image for an eternal relationship with him. That in itself is something to sit down and ponder on, right? A lot of times, depending on religion that's thrown at you or, um, you know, someone's personal beliefs, um, mix that with what the world has to say. A lot of people don't really have a good understanding of um, what is the point of this? What am I doing? Am I doing it right? A lot of that confusion comes also from not really knowing what starts at the very beginning, what happened at the very beginning and why. Let's see, let's go to Psalm 139, Psalm 139. If there's one thing that you guys are going to learn from listening in uh, with me is I will give you lots of Bible. Okay. Lots of Bible references and not things that I make up for myself. It actually pertains to what we're talking about. Okay. So um, Psalm 139 is talking about God's omnipresence. Um Psalm 139 tells us that God knew every one of our days before any of them actually existed. This whole book of Psalms is absolutely phenomenal. It talks about God's omnipresence. If we go down to Psalm 139.13, this is um, probably one of my favorite parts. For you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being formed in secret and intricately and skillfully formed as if embroidered with many colors in the depths of the earth, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were all written the days that were appointed for me when as yet there was not one of them even taking shape so we see here that nothing in our worlds had even happened yet but yet he knew every step of the way what would have happened so God created people out of love for the purpose of sharing love right in the very beginning he even states that people were created to love god and love others let's look at this point here he gave them good work to do so that they might experience god's goodness and reflect his image in the way they care for the world and each other think about parents and their children not their personalities but their actual character how many good parents out there would love for their children to 
emulate the things that they do. If you're a kind person, if you're generous, if you are uh, thoughtful, if you are loyal, faithful, loving, you name it. There's so many good character traits out there that a lot of these good parents have and they want nothing more than to instill that in their children and for their children to emulate those traits. That is exactly what the Lord wanted for us. He created us for this. So when people think about, I have to be the very best at this and I have to pray for 12 hours a day and I have to um, you know, read my Bible and I have to call uh, my friends and evangelize and I have to um, make all these posts and there's like a whole list of things that you feel that you have to do in order um, to be that the very best Christian or um, follower of Christ, um, to be uh, even considered um, someone worthy of his love. Um, I want us all to go back to the very beginning and realize that the Lord created us for his purpose, not the purpose that we um, start to write down and um, kind of run with not the purpose that even someone else there could be someone else in your life that um you know maybe they mean well or maybe they're controlling and they see your life um, in a specific way or how your life should go um the reality is that the lord has given each one of us a purpose and it all starts at the very beginning where he created us to love him and to love others. And from there, everything else stems. We were created to know God and to make him known. Um, we exist to please him, literally. We exist to please him through a relationship with him as we reflect him in our, um, our hearts, our minds, our actions. Think about a healthy, parent-child relationship. Again, we want to have a great relationship with our kids. How is that going to happen, right? Uh, that's going to happen by healthy communication, healthy rules, healthy structure. Humans were created with the intent of abundant living, right? So let's think about all these things that um, that are part of God's plan. There's um, fruitfulness, uh, growth, multiplication, um, expansion. There's structure. There's organization. There's proper stewardship. And these are all part of God's plan. I don't know about you guys, but when I think about stuff like that, it makes me super excited. Um, oh God, thank you for making me. And furthermore, thank you for providing a way through Jesus to get to know you. 
there's so many things that could possibly go wrong in life. I mean, it's it's inevitable living in this world. It's inevitable that we're going to go through things um, that we're not going to like. If we could hold on to all of this, everything that we should know from the very beginning, knowing that there's a God that wants to know us, he loves us no matter what. We were created to know God and to make him known. Think about that. We were created to know God. So isn't it so important that we actually go back to this very beginning and that we actually have the understanding that he wanted us to have? As far as making him known, we exist to please him through a relationship with him that's going to um, reflect him in our hearts, our minds, our actions. That's how we are able to make him known. I see a lot of different people out there today um, evangelizing and a lot of people do a phenomenal job. I've seen others that have just beat people over the heads and getting to um, and getting them to know who the Lord actually is. And people in this world um, that do that, they still look like the world and yet they are badgering someone um, to get to know Christ. And when you think about that, it just doesn't make sense. Make that make sense. If you don't reflect him in your heart, your mind, and your actions. How does it make sense that someone would actually see him through you? So it's not just the fancy words that you're speaking. It's not, um, you, you sound all intellectual, um, and you're quoting, you know, every verse that you could possibly think of. Um, now, don't get me wrong. There are people that are genuinely hungry for the Lord. And when they hear, um, you know, a specific word uh, from the Lord and, and the Lord can use anyone, um, by all means, they can absolutely fall to their face and, and see him um, themselves. Uh, what I'm talking about actually being in relationship with people and it could be your neighbor, right? Let's say your neighbor doesn't know um, who the Lord is and you uh, want to just have that conversation with them and just really start sharing things from the Lord. And yet here you are, um, you know, fighting and, and cursing out your spouse and, and, and your kids are super disrespectful and they're breaking into people's houses and things like that. And maybe it's not that extravagant. Maybe it is not that exaggerated, right? Maybe it's just something as simple as, um, you know, uh, they got in a car with you one day and you have road rage. Um, that's really not a reflection of Christ. And it would be uh, really hard for them to see Christ in those kinds of actions. So not to knock anybody, okay? Um, but again, humans were created with the intent of abundant living. Let's think about that. Abundant living, okay? Abundant living is not what we see in society today, which is 
everybody um, dealing with anxiety and um, you know panic attacks and worry. Um, and, and I can speak on this because I know I've been there. I've been there um, dealing with heavy amount of fear and worry about a lot of situations. I've been in many traumatic situations that have led to um, fear and um, feeling anxious um, in certain situations that I was not sure of. And so I get it. I get, I get it. I understand, um, you know, why people are falling into, um, you know, these situations today. Um, but let's go back to the beginning. Humans were recreated with the intent of abundant living. And that includes so many different things. Okay? God is not simply saying, hey, um, I created you. I love you. You love me. Um, go do whatever you want. If you go do whatever you want, um, that would not be a, a pure reflection of him unless you are truly striving to be holy like him right? Um, we have issues, like I just mentioned, in the world where people are um, really suffering. And some people don't even know why. Some people cannot figure out why am I suffering so much. There's two sides to that. There is a side where we live in this world and there are just things that are bound to happen. And there's another side to that where, again, our purpose is to know him and make him known by our actions and our heart and our minds, right? And if we're doing all these crazy things, uh, we can't wonder why certain things are happening to us that are actually in our control, okay? That's a story for another day. So, Let's go ahead and put all the cards on the table, okay? God gave people the opportunity to either receive and live in his love or reject it. If we go all the way back to the beginning, unfortunately, Adam and Eve chose wrong. And it still happens today. But that doesn't stop God from loving us. God is who he said he is. He's always been since the very beginning. And that's why today's topic was to go back to the very beginning, back where it all started, back where we have the foundational information to be able to fully understand why he created us. Why are we here? Even if we make the wrong choices, even if you are listening to me right now and you said, wait a minute, but I'm doing so many bad things in my life and he couldn't quite possibly love me. Adam and Eve were given so much in the very beginning and still they chose wrong and still that did not stop the Lord from loving his people. Let me fast forward just a little bit and go to John 316 right i think the majority of heard of us have heard this for god so greatly loved and dearly prized the world every time i speak i always do this in-depth speech because i love the amplified version i love teaching people what words actually mean 
So in the in in the very beginning, right? He so greatly loved us. He created us. He dearly prized us. Right? It's not just as simple as, oh yeah, we're here. Great. We're good. No, he greatly loved us and he dearly prized us. We were everything to him. That he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him as savior should not perish but have everlasting life he loved us that much for anyone out there thinking i have just gone too far i have just done too much in my life i cannot turn back now it is never too late is never too late and for those of us that are walking in this walk and we say oh well I you know he's my savior I, I know who he is and I know he loves me and I know he created me um, you know to get to know him and to make him known and and then I know all that I know what the beginning says I urge you to go back and really study it in depth and take a look at your heart take a look at your thoughts your mind right take a look at your actions and ask yourself and i pray to god you have an accountability partner or a couple and think about at all of those all those all those different aspects right your heart your mind your actions think about all those different aspects and ask yourself am i truly reflecting him in everything if someone saw me today and um, they could read my mind or um, truly um, when someone shows their actions when we see uh, people's actions that actually shows what's in their heart. So if someone were to see my day-to-day -day actions uh, Which essentially is looking into my heart. Am I showing him? That will tell you that you truly know him And if you say hey, you know what? I think you know my thoughts are going crazy and what's coming out of my heart is definitely not of him maybe not all the time but sometimes um, it's never too late it's never too late so I will end with this which choice will you make Thank you for tuning in to a honeybee podcast. If you were touched by this episode, please feel free to share with a friend until next time.